Today is Friday, January 26, 2018, and this is Radio Wave. Good evening, everyone, and thank you for joining us on tonight's broadcast of Radio Wave. Our host is a friend of Medjugorje, and one of the major improvements that was made with the new Medj version 3.0 was the ability to be able to bring you the message from any location. And some of the major improvements uh, that have been made is that a friend of Medjugorje is off-site working on a project, and some of the community members are also off-site working on a project, and we also have the studio back home in Alabama. So all three of us are going to be together working on this broadcast tonight, bringing you our ladies' message. And so we want to thank all of you who have given to support this work and to support our ladies' mission through Caritas and through Medjugorje.com. Tonight, as we begin this broadcast, we ask you to open your hearts in prayer as we turn Radio Wave over to our host, a friend of Medjugorje. And of course, this is January 25th, day after it is of course the 26th today but our ladies always made major announcements on the first of the year we saw that in the january 2nd message but we also know when the monthly message began in january 25th 1987 that our lady after speaking about a great plan a plan that my son has a plan that god the father has a plan that she has she reveals it on that important date and that's when she said I have a great plan for the salvation of the world. You cannot comprehend the greatness of your role in this plan. And yesterday we had the message for the world. Once each month, 12 times a year, like the book of Revelation says at the end. And this is not a disappointment. The message really was startling because of some of the events that we have in the last few days we've been working on. And we see exactly what she says and some things that we've been part of. So this message today should be considered for 2018 a roadmap. Our ladies, January 25th, 2018, monthly message to the world. Dear children, may this time be for you a time of prayer so that the Holy Spirit through prayer may descend upon you and give you conversion. Open your hearts and read the sacred scripture that through the testimonies you also may be closer to God. Above everything, little children, seek God and the things of God and leave 
earthly ones to the earth because Satan is attracting you to the dust and sin. You are called to holiness and created for heaven. Therefore, seek heaven and the things of heaven. Thank you for having responded to my call. And of course, we have early Easter coming up. What February, well, Valentine's Day starts Lent. And of course, from there, we go through Easter, and then we have the Ascension, and we have the descent of the Holy Spirit. But Our Lady never comes up this early saying in preparation for Lent and to renew ourselves. So this has to be something more of the times that we live in, the time of Mary, in preparation for her son, and the call to conversion. The things about conversion is something that's difficult for many people. But Our Lady says, open your hearts and read sacred scripture. And through those testimonies, you'll be closer to God. Our Lady gave a message years ago that says, never has God been so near to you. And this near, the word near, when we're in trouble and we're in crisis, God's the closest to us. And actually, Our Lady said, this is a holy time. And it's strange in the contradiction that says by what we see in the, the testimony of the world and what it testifies to in its humanism, that we're far from God. But at the same time, that's what made the early church grow, because it made us get persecuted. That makes us reflect. It makes us think who we are as a people. What are we going to go through? What will we pay for? What are we willing to pay for? And so we know Our Lady is with us. We know Heaven's with us. She tells us to concentrate on the seeking of heaven. But we have that really with us. We have guardian angels. And that's part of heaven. They're present with us all the time, unless we run them away through our sins. And so we have these things and these factors that come in play. And Our Lady shows us that the state of heaven is not just beyond the clouds, but a piece of heaven can be with us. These things stay with us. Whether you're walking in your room, you're working, wherever you are. So all her messages are an invitation to experience heaven. And for her to say heaven three times in these two sentences, one sentence basically, is something she's calling us to experience in the midst of hell because the world is there. And of course we know she just gave a message speaking about love is disappearing from the world. This is scary. We know that. But that means the world is coming to a hell. And as we contemplate these things, that Our Lady is calling us, that we have angels here with us. They're from heaven, and they're here for our aid.
You are called to holiness and created for heaven. Therefore, seek heaven and things of heaven. And so every time we hear 
those promptings in our hearts, we know heaven can be in our heart. And that's the kind of time we live in. So, friend of Medjugorje, when you were speaking at the beginning of the program that this is a, a particular time that we're living in, January, the month of January, is always an important message is when Our Lady speaks at the beginning of a year and we're here at the beginning of a new century with her. She talks about the Holy Spirit, then she talks about the descent of the Holy Spirit that will bring conversion. Then she leads us towards sacred scripture and then she says that the testimonies that we read will bring us closer to God. All of this sounds like the Acts of the Apostles and the evolving of Pentecost. Do you think that we are heading towards some kind of Pentecost? Our Lady's pointing us towards that in the near future. Well, we can look at Christianity. Since the French Revolution, we've been going downhill. What do we need right now? We need a second Pentecost. It's impossible for the Virgin Mary to be coming down to the earth every day. It's impossible for the things we're experiencing. It's impossible for us to be in the state of degradation we are in that is just like before Noah and the flood. Even in Roman times, we didn't have marriage being rearranged. We didn't have all the things that's happening and the bottom of things that's taking place. And we hear something new, this evil that we've never even expressed or had the imagination to conceive, that evil is coming up with things beyond our capability to imagine. And you think nothing's going to happen? There's no consequences? Man will go so far that the only way to correct it is through purification. And we're there. We can't legislate, uh, we can't legislate ourselves out of this situation. We can't change the situations by governments. And even the church can't do it. We need the help of heaven. And admonition, the definition of admonition, which is a chastisement, is a friendly reminder is a friendly reminder of who loves you. All fathers that love their sons and daughters discipline them. But we're beyond a certain point of correction that it's got to come from heaven. And the fact that our lady's here like this is in preparation for that. So we will see things. We can reason it out, just like Isaiah says. Come reason with me, says the Lord. The purpose of that is through contemplation, reflection, reading sacred scriptures, and seeing what happened in the early church and what made it grow, that we have to go through the same experiences. And now we think things are changing around, but it's not. We see evil growing to a desperate situation so much that we do have to have a second Pentecost. And there's a cost for that to come. And Our Lady is preparing us for this. She said, I'm a Christian. Holy martyrs died witnessing. She's the first Christian. So who would God send except her in preceding these things? Who was in the upper room when the descent of the Holy Spirit happened? The twelve apostles and Mary. She was there at all these events. And she's here at this event now today. So I find it interesting that on this day, January 25th, 2018, it was a Thursday, Our Lady speaks about sacred scripture on that day and she had given us a scripture passage only one in all of these years that she asked for us to be reading on a regular basis on Thursday which was Matthew 6 24 through 34 
in which the scripture says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things, the things that we're concerned with, the things that are passing, the dust of the earth, all these things will be given to us and besides everything else. So in this message today, she says really around about the same thing. Seek God above everything, little children. Seek heaven. And beware because Satan is attracting you or mammon, as scripture would say uh, in Matthew six twenty four. So do you see this? And what is it that uh, do you think that she's asking us in light of if a second Pentecost is around the corner or if she's asking us to be praying for this? How does this one scripture passage she's been asking us to read from the beginning for 30 years fit into all of that? Well, scripture says in Matthew 6 that she asked to read every Thursday while we do our Medjugorje show every Thursday. Don't worry what you're to eat. Don't worry what you're to wear. For all these things will be given to you. And it's all about trust. We're not trusting in God. We're trusting in modernism. We're trusting in the latest technology and science. We're trusting in our electronics. Modernism has brought us consumerism. And things more affordable that wouldn't have been affordable in the 50s if this kind of technology is so expensive in the 60s, even the 70s, that is, it's in every household. And who's ahead of that? Who's mesmerizing us? Who are we preoccupied with? Satan. He's attracting us. That's what Yahweh says, because Satan is attracting you to the dust and to sin. We don't even know what sin is anymore. We have so much sins through omission that we don't even realize what we're living. We have idols in our hands all day long, a cell phone. We follow these things. We look at it. We fondle it. We hold it. People sleep with it. Anybody viewing this a thousand years ago would say it's just like the little statues they had in Rome that you had to buy, the silversmiths and the little gods they have. It's a god. It preoccupies the whole heart of man. And so our lady is saying, you forget these things. You change the direction of your life. You trust in me. You trust in God. And all those things will be given to you. Because you are called to holiness and created for heaven. Not for the world, not for the earth. But we live like we are created for the earth. We're part of it. And that's why we're turning into dust. Therefore, seek heaven and things of heaven. Letting go of every single dream I lay each one down at your feet Every moment of my wandering Never changes what you see I've tried to win this war
truth is you know what tomorrow brings There's not a day This is what a lady wants us to do is to move mountains because we've got such a problem in the world. Things have to be radical. And to live today holiness, to live like the early Christians did, to live like the early Christians is radical. It's so contrary to the way we live in our community. No cell phones, no computers in the homes, no electronics. We don't have these things. Our mission is very high tech. But we don't let this regurgitate back into our house. Many of you know that. Many of you visited us. Many of you have been there for retreats. And it's beautiful. Because when you're on our grounds, you join the community. When we do the five-day retreats, no cell phones. You don't have these things. And everybody loves it. Because they're free from that. They never get away from these things. It's constant. And that's a mountain in people's lives. Our lady's calling here for something incredible. She says so that the Holy Spirit, through prayer, may descend upon you and give you conversion. We talk about born-again experiences. We talk about people who never knew God's love or never believed in God and go through, through getting a born experience or come to know God. But we as Christians have to be going through conversion every single day. Our Lady says conversion is a process that lasts your entire life. You will be converting at your last breath. Because you're trying to reach that peak of holiness before you enter into the presence of God. But you know, the gift of conversion, of what she speaks here, for everyone is not there even though they feel it. They're scared of it. Why do they feel that? Because when you start feeling conversion, when you start feeling God calling you to a higher level of holiness, 
people balk. Why? Because they're scared of conversion. Because conversion means giving things up that you like. Things that you're attracted to. Things that they form in their life and habits around and live by it. Things that they enjoy. Things that they will cause them to have a radical change in life is scary. I remember when Our Lady was asking me to give this up. Take my kids out of organized sports and take them out of different things that was in schools and change the direction of life. A newspaper reporter asked me, don't you think this is depriving your kids and sheltering your kids? I said, that's exactly what I'm doing. But they all grew up with no gray zones. They knew black and white what was right and what was wrong. They didn't always do everything right, but they knew what was wrong. But they had a line to come back to. Today, the youth are raised, and even adults are, in a gray zone. It's maybe a little bit bad, maybe a little bit good. So conversion is something that's not always present. Or it's not always pleasant. Why? Because it's things that you don't want to do, that you feel you have to, that scare you. Because people mostly worry about the consequences. What's my family going to think? What's my parents going to think? What is my children going to think? And so a lot of people stop conversion because they don't want to go that step. So a lady is saying, you're in a time that's for you is a time of prayer so that the Holy Spirit through prayer, may descend upon you and give you conversion. There's nobody on the world today, no matter how holy they are, that doesn't need conversion, growing in holiness. So don't be afraid of conversion, because conversion brings storms, and that's something to fear, and a lot of people do that. But once you come through the other side of conversion, you'll be dancing in the deep of peace. Face the 
don't worry about peace. Just be still. Accept it. And it'll pay off for the struggles that you have to go through to get to that point. A friend of Medjugorje, I uh, heard two different separate stories today. I'll keep them short. But they illustrate something that I want to ask you about. The first one is about the congressman in Washington, D.C. They are meeting many a top uh, echelon and then also the, the lower congressman meeting in a prayer group Bible study every week and they're getting attacked for this by some in the media and one person in the media he wasn't being angry he was just stating a fact he said I just don't get this religious stuff it struck me because there was no really animosity or anger in the way he said it but the fact that he truly is a non-believer, he has no belief at all in this higher power. The second story was about the young girl who was killed this week in a, the Kentucky shooting. While she lay dying, she was able to contact her mother. Her mother answered her phone, but the girl couldn't speak. So she knew her daughter was on the phone. She could hear all of this chaos on the phone, she didn't know what was going on, and she kept calling her daughter's name out, calling her daughter's name out, and the girl died. That was her last moments. And the mother was being interviewed later, and she said, you know, I want justice done. This person took my daughter away, but I, I feel I must pray for him, too. They said that he had been bullied in school, and he had his own story. She said, I just wish that he had gone to her, she would have listened to him. She would have helped him. That was just the kind of person she was. So here you have also what's going on in Washington right now. This great turmoil of people that are in two opposite camps. And our duty, our call is to be bringing the love of Our Lady, the love of God, to these people. And I know this is more about unbelievers, and maybe this is more of a second of the month kind of question, but in praying to the Holy Spirit that Our Lady is telling us to do, and reading Scripture so that we're closer to God, and we're not drawn to the dust and to the sin, how is it that we are supposed to reach the unreachables who have no faith, are locked in their prisons who are in deep anguish in darkness it almost seems an impossible thing to do well like the scriptures say love all understanding it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense for this woman this mother to say what she says except God in her heart Christ is there and that's how the early Christians attracted the Roman pagans by saying See how they love one another. That's what we heal the world, how we treat each other, and also at the same time separate from pagan ways. And by doing so, we're standing apart and we can shine in a brighter light. If we stay amalgamated with the culture, and we follow the patterns, we're doing part of the things they do, we don't stand out. But as a body of people, and that separation is taking place, and it's important today for separation which is just the opposite of what people think, 
we're to separate from this to make our light brighter. And we have the answer by that love. And people like this shooter in Kentucky will be attracted to that. We're not doing this until after a crisis happens. And that's what crisis does. It brings us to these kinds of things. This is what I wrote about Words of the Harvester. Some of these things we have to go back to secular scripture. And so it's unexplainable to a non-believer or an atheist or somebody who's even angry with God for this mother to say what she says, I'd like to talk to him. I want to pray for forgiveness for him. I want to pray for him. Love passes all understanding. That's the kind of people we have to become. So you just brought up, and we wanted to really encourage everyone out there to be looking in your mailboxes. You should be receiving it shortly. It's entitled, Prepare for a World that is Turning Away from God. And it is a remarkable writing in that a friend of Medjugorje wrote this a few days before this message came out. You need to get a hold of the January 25th 2018 message when you have that in your hand when words of the harvesters comes to you and you read what he wrote in light of these words of our lady it is exciting it is beautiful to see living out and being inspired by words that our lady brings forth after the writing is done this is the the writing could have been fully based in these words of Our Lady today, except that she didn't give them yet. She had only given them two days after he had finished. So I can't go into what is about, except that it's about giving testimony. It's about who are the people today living a testimony that in a hundred years. There'll be those who'll be reading about the lives of the visionaries, the lives of a friend of Medjugorje, the community of Caritas, the you apostles out there. So it was very confirming that we are on the right path with Our Lady, that our hearts are so in union, that a friend of Medjugorje's heart so in union with what heaven is doing these days, that, that he is in, so in line with that, that his writings fully can be placed over the message and vice versa to get the fullness of what Our Lady is speaking to us today. So look for, prepare for a world that is turning away from God in your mailboxes soon and you will get much more out of what Our Lady is speaking in her monthly message this month with that writing side by side. A little bit about this message because I wrote in the words of Harvester in a different style and a different way and said things I have not said before. I'll reveal things I've never revealed before in 30 years of writing. And the message is really a summary of eight pages of writing and what was written. Uh, Patmos, John, writing the revelations on, on the island where he was in prison at 100 years of age. Our Lady says, sacred scriptures, do the testimonies that you may be closer to God. The whole writing is about this. And I actually even wrote in there, given testimony, the word, testifying, speaking about the six visionaries, who they are, what they represent, how important they are. And that matches that. Open your heart and read sacred scriptures that through the testimonies you also may be closer to God. We need these witnesses. We need these things to be shown. And I was really shocked when the message came out. 
And I felt driven to write this two days before and then to read a summary of it in a much more profound way than what I did in eight pages was only because of the Holy Spirit. I don't have any other explanation for it. But I say these things to just go into this writing, and Riaz, probably you should post this um, after it gets in the mail to the field angels and people that receive that, because it's an important thing that supplements this message into much a greater clarity of life and what we're called to, which is the conversion of the entire world. June 25th, 2007, God desires the conversion of the entire world. That's our lady's words. We're going to see sweeping conversion across the whole earth. We're going to see sweeping conversion of the Muslims. Something's going to be inexplainable. Why? Because we have to. We can't go on this path without this taking place. And purification brings conversion. These things will happen. People are scared today. Everybody's got a ghost in their life. These ghosts are something that they're in fear of. Your whole past, everything you live by. And he repeatedly says, don't be afraid. Don't be haunted by these things. And we really are running around in this state in our life. There's a ghost. There's a ghost inside of me. Not like those dreams in old bed sheets. Saying trick or treat. Different Oh, this ghost is different Not one that leaves me scared to death But puts my fears to rest Oh, holiness keep haunting me In a way, I'm no longer afraid, and the ghost is to blame. There's a ghost, there's a ghost inside of me, not something from some campfire story. Where I'm terrified to sleep Opposite This ghost is quite the opposite He came just like a welcome friend And I was comforted Oh, holiness keep haunting me
May this time be for you a time of prayer so that the Holy Spirit, through prayer, may descend upon you and give you conversion. And may we pray that it will envelop the whole world a second Pentecost. Something's coming because the Queen of Heaven has been coming for 36 years. You will see it. You will experience it. It will be beautiful. We wish you our lady. We love you. Good night. <laughs>